Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Thank you for coming to our site. While you're here, if you can like and subscribe and share our content, we're trying to grow. And for those who would like to comment, make comments and I will gladly answer, uh, do the best I can, make sure that we have an engaged audience. If there's something you guys would like me to talk about and teach about, just let me know and we can do that as well because I love sharing the Word of God. And for those who would like to support us financially, there are links also provided for that. And I appreciate everything that you can give and I thank you so much. It is an honor to serve and I look forward to continue bringing you guys good content. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We have been looking at God as the owner, if you will, of salvation. The Bible tells us that salvation belongs to God. So when we look into the meaning of that, we look into the Greek and the Hebrew, it shows ownership. And we have been dealing with the fact that God is the only person or entity, if you will, that owns that type of ability in order to save us. And that's when when you see in his scriptures where he's dealing with um, saving mankind or saving his people, you will see it by the thousands, I don't even know how many times, that scripture is in there when it deals with um, saving someone. But I want to look at some other um, uh things that God owns, if you will. And one of the other things that he owns is deliverance. And so we are going to take a look at scriptures dealing with deliverance. And the, the children of Israel, when you look at um, the book of Exodus, that is a picture of God delivering his people from bondage. And I've said this again to people that the whole exodus is a natural symbolic representation of a spiritual thing that happens to us when we are in bondage. The different types of people that you saw with the children of Israel is the same within Christian walk with God. You have those that will rebel against him, yet they are his people, and God has to wipe them out. Then you have those that walk by faith, and we know um, that uh, Joshua and Caleb walked by faith regardless of what those 12, the 10 
preachers or teachers taught people because remember they went out and spied the land and they came back with this message that 10 of them were preaching the fact that they were little in the eyes of of the giants that they saw. They were grass mentality, and I'm sure you guys have heard a sermon about that. But that's what they were teaching and preaching, and the people sided with them. And yet God had told them that that's their land. And so if that's your land, if God told you that that's your land, then you have the ability to take possession of that land. Uh, that land. So it is up to you as to what you want to do, how long you want to be out of that land, because God said he has given it already to you, and that in most cases he is the one that is going to guide you into battle and how he will instruct you as to how you ought to be in that battle and how you can extract what you need from that time in battle. So let's take a look at a couple of Psalms I want to look at, and we'll see God's ownership with um, deliverance. Let's um, take a look at uh, uh, Psalms chapter 68, Psalms 8, 68, and we're going to look at verses 19 and 20. And it says, Bless the Lord who daily bears us up, God, thank you, Jesus, for that alone. It says, Bless the Lord who daily bears us up. God is our salvation. We see, and we've talked about God, his salvation belongs to him. And the word selah means that you take a breath and meditate on what you just read. So, uh, verse 20 reads, Our God is a God of salvation. Why? Because salvation belongs to God. And to God, the Lord, belongs deliverance from death. And so I wanted to show you guys that he he not only owns and the possessor of salvation, but he's also the possessor of deliverance. And this God is who we serve. And I love the fact that our Father daily bears us up because we are some people that are crazy, if you will. And we know that when we study the Bible in the Exodus, we know that he was there leading and guiding his people day and night. And so that is a representation of what he's doing to you. And I we see it here in the scripture in Psalm 68, bless the Lord who daily bears us up. And when we look at Genesis, uh, the Exodus story, sorry, we know that he led them by cloud in the day and that he led them by fire at night. So his presence was there, his guidance was there, his wisdom, his direction, his comfort, his protection, all of those things when God is guiding you is afforded to you, and all of that uh, is also encompassed with uh, our deliverance belongs to him. So when outside of the area where God's people is, there are dangers, but God is protecting you and I from there. And he said in Isaiah 12, To behold, God is my salvation, I will trust and will not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength. 
and my song. He has become my salvation. And that is what we are um, striving to. And the striving means that we are learning to surrender our will, trust in the Lord with all your heart and with all your understand, and lean not unto your own understanding. So that's what we're trying to surrender so that we can get what we want from God our Father. Because what we want is what he promised. And we see that he is there with us daily. And he tells us in Hebrews, he says, Come boldly before the throne of grace, whereby you may obtain mercy and find grace in your time of need. And if I know who you are and know me, I know me, I don't know you that much, but I need this every day because I'm I'm brilliant in messing up, you know, and I'm learning how to surrender that aspect of my understanding to go to God. You hear me, guys, teaching you and so forth. And many of these lessons that you I teach you, I am learning. No one is uh, impervious to to knowledge. I am learning as much as you are, and we are learning together. But we want to know, let you know that this God is with us daily. He's not there sometimes. He's not there um, when, you know, when things go good and when things go bad. He's not there. Um, you know, when you study the Word of God, he's, it tells us that He's always there. He is not one that abandons us. And we know that, um, you know, a lot of people out there suffers from abandonment. The Father said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So he promises that he will not abandon us. And so I want to encourage you that he is with you daily. Even though you are going through some difficult times, he is there with you. And he promises that the river will not overflow, the water, the fire is not going to burn. So you have to go into his word and see what he promises you in your hardship. And we talk about hardship being necessary in our life so that we can grow and our character can become shiny. It can become beautiful. It can become godlike. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 17. You need not fight in this battle. Station yourself, stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed tomorrow. Go out to face them, for the Lord is with you. And that's who is with you on a daily basis. He is there, man. And so I want to uh, encourage you. Psalm 74 deals with this deliverance, that God is my king from old, who works deeds of deliverance in the midst of the earth. And God takes, uh, I know one of the things that we deal with is timing. One of the uh, pressure points that we have within the human being is that we have this timing difference with God. And um, most of the time we feel he's not moving fast enough. He's not doing it fast enough because I need it ASAP, if you will. And we are, when we get into that uh, mindset or state, we will definitely make mistakes. There's a saying that I always say to people, do not let your 
um, desperation make you desperate. So when you allow your desperation to make you desperate, you will step out of faith, I promise you, and you will step into your own understanding. And the scripture tells us that there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end of that way is destruction or death. So we're trying not to get there. Okay? So we're trying to understand that God is the salvation person. He holds it, but he also works deeds of deliverance in the midst of the earth on our behalf. Acts 7.25 And he supposed that his brethren understood that God was granting them deliverance through him, but they did not understand. So God is the one that is going to be granting you deliverance in your situation. And now, if he owns it, okay, if he owns salvation, if the possessor of it, he's the, uh, the one that does these things, you and I have to then go to him and get our salvation, the saving in our situation, and he brings about that saving through deliverance. But the scripture tells us in Psalms 108.12, Oh, give us help against the adversary, for deliverance by man is in vain. Deliverance by your own understanding is in vain. Why? Because there is a way that seems right to a man, and the end of it is destruction. So, because of these things I have been bringing to you, so you can have a clarity as to who God is, in the sense of your situation, your hardship, because it's very important that you understand that we are going to go through some hardship, and the purpose of our hardship is to make us beautiful and to make us more like Jesus Christ, more like our Father. When you go through hardship, you're going to shed some things. You're going to shed pride. You're going to shed things that will keep you from knowing who your Father is and knowing who your Jesus is and the Holy Spirit. So as you are uh, looking to Him for deliverance, that means that you are surrendering your expectation of time because we know that Sarah... And uh, Abraham, their expectation of time was, you know, he wasn't doing it fast enough. And so they went and they got um, Hagar involved. And it tells us that from deliverance by man is in vain. So these guys are going to trying to deliver themselves. And the deliverance was to produce a seed. And Ishmael was born. And the Bible says that these two boys are still fighting today, and we're watching um, the scene that is happening up, uh, across the world. Is this family that is constantly feuding and uh, causing disturbance amongst the world? The Bible tells us that Ishmael be, is a wild man, and that he will be um, causing a lot of. Uh, pain to people. It's really interesting, and that's in the Bible, man. When you look at uh, the Bible, and you look at the book of Yasher, uh, the Jubilees, and all these books, they go into deep explanation as to these two relatives, this family member. So this God that we serve, he owns salvation, and he saves us 
by and through deliverance. Because it says, by granting them deliverance through him. So put the connection together. So you're going to want to go to him for all of these things. For this God that we serve is a God that has the power over all things. He has the power over death and life. He has the power over every situation that is out there. And he can deliver us out of anything. Let me take you to a, a scripture and show you Deuteronomy 32 verses 39. Let me show you and talk to you about the power of God. Tells us, see that I, even I, am he, and there is no God besides me. And that's what I tell you guys. I always say God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he is the one that is the creator of all things. And like I said, I'm watching all these other people that claim to be Christians, but they're not following that God. And he said to them, he's telling all of them, he says, besides me, there is no other God. So whatever you are believing in, you know, it's going to, um, you know, you're going to be in some trouble. So he says, see now that I, even I, am he, and there is no other God besides me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. Now, those guys that are up against me are fighting my father. They may think they win because they destroy my body or kill my body because Jesus said, don't be afraid of those people who can kill your body. He says, be afraid of the one who can both kill the body and destroy the soul in hell. That's who my father is. And he said, and none of you can deliver anybody that he is in his cross ears. And when you come and you attack me, I can go to the Father. He says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Those that rise up against you, tells us, it's my heritage that I can pronounce judgment on you. But he says to me, don't worry about that. He says, I want you to do me a favor. He says, I want you to love them. And it tells me that as I love you, my enemy, it tells me that I am heaping up coal on your head for your punishment. <laughs> so there is a book being kept on every act that is being done and every word that has been spoken. And my father says, if he, if you're in his hand to be uh, judged, there's not a single soul on this planet can take you out of his hand. But to us, he says, isn't this the most beautiful thing you ever heard? He says, bless the Lord, blessed be the Lord who daily bears us up. God is our salvation. There's a scripture that talks about when God looks us in the eye and it's like when he cuddles us and it's like a mother. When uh, the connotation is like when a mother or even a father picks up the child and is they're staring at the child's eye in total admiration of that child. And that's how the father looks at us. And so I am precious. You are precious. And those that disturb us, they're going to have to be very careful about our father because he keeps tabs on everything. 
But he promised that he will be with you every day. He promised you that he salvation is his and he will save you through deliverance. And so keep an eye out for your deliverance. The Bible promises that he deliverance is through him. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.